Hey friends, welcome to the Vertical Relationship Show. If you are ready to heal God's way through God's word, you desire to have healthier, loving, and thriving relationship with yourself, others, and most importantly, Jesus, then it's by no accident you're here because there are only divine connections in God's kingdom. Hey, I'm Malia Diana, international best-selling author, certified Christian counselor, trainer, coach, and podcaster. <laughs> yes, I'm all faith-based. I believe a vertical relationship with Jesus changes everything. This is about a personal relationship, a vertical one, not a religion. I'm authentic, real, honest, and there is no fluff here because I desire for you to have permanent healing for that wounded soul, not just temporary band-aids that don't last. Hey, God wants you to have a well-rounded and balanced life. So grab your coffee, your Bible, or just kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Vertical Relationship Show with me, your host, Malia. Okay, I got some cool, exciting news. We got a very small donation for Vertical Relationship Ministries, and I want to help you. So with that being said, if you want a breakthrough session with me, this is like a very small fee. It's like half off. <laughs> it's only going to be for a few people just because of the donation was small, but I want to help you guys and further just getting you set free. The link is going to be at the bottom maliadiana.com slash contact for you to request this opportunity. Plus you could be a guest on the show. I don't usually do this, but people need more breakthroughs y'all. And Holy Spirit is putting on my heart to give you those breakthroughs and your story, your testimony can help others. And don't you just want to be a part of that? So this offer is not going to be on the website or any other platforms. Uh, just on the podcast and the podcast insiders will only get this opportunity. So jump on that y'all. That is just unbelievable. We are going to talk why people think they are exempt from demons. Many Christians don't adhere to spiritual warfare. Y'all many don't think the Holy Spirit and evil can reside in a person who is saved. Why? Invalid misconceptions, fear, false accusations, not really understanding your Bible. That leaves us with these warped preservations, unhealed soul wounds, and false accusations from the devil in our hearts and minds. It's important to understand this spiritual realm, y'all. Ephesians 5.12, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and evil spirits in the heavenly places. There is a reason why that scripture is in the Bible, y'all. God already won the battle, but we still need to fight. Demons have no power, okay? They have no power except what we give them. Jesus took away Satan's authority, but it still has power. Do you understand that? But if we don't know who we are in Christ, we don't know our authority. We have these soul wounds that just hinder us. We're not going to understand that. And many are tormented and walk around clueless of this. So unless you know your authority in Christ, this will feel foreign to you. It will make no sense. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of confusion of what voice you're listening to, really. Walking in our authority means more than declaring a word to. It's getting rooted in Christ, abiding in his word and action that unifies the spirit. Y'all, all trauma is an open door for demonic torment. For those of you who think deliverance is not for Christians, I would ask you why you think you are exempt. We all fall short of the grace of God. We don't allow the devil to keep those blinders over our hearts and minds. With a forceful hand, we should desire inner healing and deliverance willingly. Willingly, it's not forced upon. We have free will, but if we doubt in our minds, the enemy will use this as a weapon against us. 
starting as a thought process, attacking our mind, which leaks into our heart, gets embedded in our soul, and it forms an ugly habit. We subconsciously don't know these toxic patterns exist until we start digging in these areas with God and getting to the root of the pain of that wounded soul. Christians are in danger of master deceivers. We are not exempt because we invited Jesus in our heart. Y'all, I'm going to throw myself under the bus of this for so many unfruitful years. Unfortunately, I was saved, but still had evil spirits, unclean spirits, demons, whatever you want to call whatever Bible version, that's what's going to say. They harassed my soul. I ran to doctor at doctor for internal soul wounds that could be washed only by the blood of Jesus, only by inner healing and deliverance. Really, like <laughs> I go on and on about the story of me going to doctor and doctor for years through pain. Nobody could find out what was going on with me. That is a clue. That is a clue. It is more than it could be a spirit of infirmity. There could be so many open doors. There could be generational curses coming down. We don't know until we start digging into these areas. The Bible makes it clear that there are different kinds of demons that can cause different problems in a person and whom they dwell in. Some demons cause blindness. Others cause deafness. Others cause madness, that's mental illness. Others cause fear and depression, like in King Saul. Others cause epilepsy in Matthew 17, and so forth. Therefore, if it is under the power of a spirit of blindness, they are not going to see. If they are under this power of the spirit of infirmity, they will feel the pain, but they're not going to see it. <laughs> this is part of the spiritual worm. We don't see it with our naked eyes. This is why we have to believe without seeing, right? Oppression does not suggests that a demon can own a person, but rather a person can be under the influence of a demon. If the word possessed refers to ownership, then no, y'all. No, absolutely not. As a Christian, you will not be possessed because the Holy Spirit resides there, but without the Holy Spirit, it doesn't. Can a Christian have a demon? Yes, but you are not owned by one, okay? Just as they can have a sickness or a disease. And many sickness and diseases are demons, y'all. Not all the time, but some are. Evil spirits, unclean spirits, demons, whatever you want to call them. Many influence the body, but it does not mean that it owns the body or the soul of the three-part being. In a nutshell, it really doesn't matter whether you're a believer or non-believer in the form of healing, y'all, but in deliverance, it does. If you're given the enemy rights to your soul or your body, then you are up for a spiritual infection that can result in demonic bondage. Sin still defiles the person, yet demons like to return to the wicked generation, the sinners, the unbelievers, seven times more in Matthew 12. It is very risky and dangerous and unproductive to cast a demon out on an unbeliever. The only way to be safe is to first lead that person to accept Jesus Christ. Again, that is their will. They have to want it. Then there's a layer of protection there. The Holy Spirit dwelling is to help. Otherwise, you're just, you know, you're going to stick your hand in the hornet's nest and stirring up trouble. Still don't believe me, y'all? Deliverance is the children's bread. In Matthew 15, 23 to 28, the woman was pleading. Why was she pleading? She was repeating a crisis to Jesus and his disciples asking for Jesus to deliver her daughter from a severe oppression from a demon. This woman clearly knew who Jesus was and she demonstrated her faith that she could perform the miracle she so desperately desired for her daughter and for herself because of having to deal with her daughter's condition. She was a Gentile. She was an outsider. She was an unbeliever. And someone Jesus had not been sent out by God to minister to. So first Jesus ignored her, right? And then added insults to being ignored. Jesus then makes accusation that compares her to the dog, which is an unclean animal in the Jewish culture. But her faith and her answer then came by faith that Jesus was the Lord and her master resulted in the plea of her heart being answered. More importantly, it obtained her a place in God's kingdom as one of 
God's children. Okay, here's another example. Peter said to Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of your land for yourself? And I want you to go look at this in Acts 5.3. Was she a disciple of Jesus? Yes, she was. But she allowed Satan to come in and lie. So was Peter a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ? Yes, we all know that Peter is a disciple. You don't think Christians can be tormented by the devil. But in Matthew 16, 23, Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You're a hindrance to me. You are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Why would he say that if Satan didn't come in to oppress him? Okay, if a Christian can't be harassed, then why do we have leaders? Why do we have pastors? Why do we have Bible scholars? And all these leaders have pornography addictions and sexual desires. Let me read you 1 Corinthians 5.11, which God led me to. I meant that you are not to associate with anybody who claims to be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin, who is greedy, worships idols, who is abusive, a drunkard, or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. Okay, these are for believers, believers that, that do this. This is biblical, y'all. Why would that need to be in the Bible if Christians were not oppressed? The churches are not talking about it. And few honest ministers are teaching about what a cleansed and pure heart does. Truth is, most have soul wounds themselves. They're not living out their life of integrity, spending time with Jesus, addressing their own soul wounds of hate, unforgiveness, jealousy, bitterness, unforgiveness, then sexual sin, then you have adultery, then you have witchcraft that are running rampant in worldwide ministries and churches. Y'all, it's a hot mess out there. The devil will continue to blind you from God's truth. Some have deposited themselves for popularity and money, but not God's choice. Y'all, a circumcised heart will succeed, but often bypassed because you want to hear what you want to hear. Scary and horrific, my friends. I know, I know, I know, I know. I wonder why you doubt, confused, and have concerns. I too have seen the devious ways of impurity standing at the altar, teaching you something different. God will judge, so move forward and find somebody authentic. Go somewhere else. I learned the hard way, the narrow way, how to use my authority in Christ and by learning the harsh truth. My calling and gifting was not an overnight success, uh, nor was it a pleasant suffering for his kingdom. It's been excruciating. It's been unbearable at times. It's been painful to say at the least. But within this pruning process, God has really shown me uh, that he's been with me the whole entire time. You know, it's that the Holy Ghost school of discipleship, I call it. He's training me up to be that demon slayer and a warrior for Christ. This area of my business tree is why I do Christian counseling, why he has called me a specific way to do it in a gentle, more loving, compassionate way. It's not a circus act. It's not about me. It's about allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and work. The spirit of fear is from the devil, y'all. I believe it's best to first work on your relationship with Jesus, right? Addressing those soul wounds and begin the inner healing and preparation for proper deliverance, allowing God to cleanse those dark areas with an experienced Christian counselor. If you are not sure if you're saved or you're an unbeliever and you've been listening to me, and questioning, I will be happy to help give your life to Christ on this call and allow the Holy Spirit to help detoxify all those soul wounds, hindering your relationships, health, and healing progressions. Y'all do not forget to click the link at the bottom, maliadiana.com slash contact and request your breakthrough session. Okay, y'all, we're going to pray. Abba Father, I thank you so much for just giving us your revelation, your truth that is buried sometimes. Lord, I ask anybody that doesn't know you on a personal level that they want to come to know you. They want to know your truth. 
that the truth that sets them free. Lord, we got so much opposition coming against us in this world and against all of us personally, attacking our families, attacking our health, attacking our healing progression, attacking our families, our children. Lord, no, we have to stop. We have to get rooted in Christ. We have to come to you first and foremost because you have to be number one, what you've called us to do. It's getting rooted in you, having a vertical relationship with you, and then start the healing and the cleansing process with you. We thank you, Lord, that you sent your Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, to take our iniquities, to take our weaknesses. He stood on that cross for us and let us never forget that. Let us never forget that. We owe him this. He needs more people to come out and do what he has called them to do, what he's commissioned, what he has put on this earth for everybody to do, our purpose for his kingdom, not our own. God loves you and he wants a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you know with your help, we can spread the love of Jesus together? Real quick, if you found value, this resonated with you, or this helped you in any way, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a short review. Let's help further God's mission together. Yes, you can be a part of growing God's kingdom and helping lost souls too. Get to know more of my heart on MaliaDiana.com. May God bless your path, my friends. Thank you for listening. Blessings. Blessings.